retirees face two obstacles regarding Biden inflation. Rising prices put stress on fixed income and investing in a retirement plan to get returns to cover the higher costs of living. On today's show, some strategies that could help you avoid the pain. Welcome to the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Seabolt. Hey, everybody, welcome in. This is the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Seabolt of Novus Financial and Medicare. Uh, I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. These guys have been doing this for a good long while. They're fiduciary, they're independent. Um, how are you guys? Beautiful day here in Columbus, Ohio. Always is, isn't it? <laughs> It's part of the year. No, yeah. not, no exactly. Not, not exactly. Not exactly. Right. Yeah, I get it, right? Uh, so, I mean, so, Mark, let's talk about this. I mean, we you talked about um, higher cost of living. We talk about um, inflation. And we've got to uh, address that. And I know that you guys are with your clients. But, I mean, this is something we haven't seen in 40 years. So, for a lot of people, inflation like this is something that is very new to them. But I'm sure it's not to you. Steve, I'm actually... Um, tripping over my bell bottoms because the <laughs> 70s are back. Yes, you know, they are. Uh, I don't I don't want to be funny, but you know, we are now looking at, uh, you know, I, I think the 10% on wholesale inflation the last time I took a, a measurement. And, um, you know, just generally going to the grocery store is pretty painful from week to week now. Oh, you're telling me. Yeah. You know, wow. I mean, and, and, and if you're a, a carnivore on any level, you're especially getting beat up. So, um, but, you know, the question is, is it here to stay? You know, um, one of the things Eric and I banter back and forth about is, you know, when you actually start to see rate wages starting to increase, you know, then you're thinking it's less transitory and more permanent. So I think we're starting to see that. And that's a real concern for our clients at Novus and their retirement portfolios. Well, how do you deal with that, Mark? I mean, do you... I mean, obviously, you've got to go in, and, and if they've put a plan together a few years ago, it's it's time for it's time for an update. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, any financial advisor like us, we, you know, when we're when we're constructing your income plan for a twenty or thirty year retirement time horizon, you know, we would usually use what was the kind of the going rate of inflation, which was you know two two and a half percent. Uh, maybe three, but now we're we're, we're having to build in um, a cushion of four or five percent um, moving forward, and maybe that'll abate. We don't know, but we have, we obviously we monitor it, monitor it from year to year. But uh, you know, as an example, you know, if you have a sixty thousand dollar budget in twenty twenty one, you know, that's going to be uh, twenty four hundred dollars more in twenty twenty two, just at four percent, and we're we're at well over that, so. Um, I guess the silver lining is that uh, Social Security uh, payments increase and, and did uh, by 5.9%. But, you know, does that actually, you know, equate to more goods in your grocery cart? I don't really know. I don't know. I, I don't think it does. You know, well, I mean, when you I think mean, about you think about that 5.9%, which is great. But I mean, again, Medicare went up by what, 14%, mm. something like that? Yeah, I think the Part B premiums now were one hundred and seventy dollars, up from right. one forty eight. Or don't quote me on that, but it was somewhere in that range. But right. you know, you know, one of the things we do, Steve, to answer your question is, you know, when you look at the, you know, the portfolio as a whole, there are some asset classes that are at, at, at more peril than others in an inflationary environment, and that would be kind of that fixed um, assets or the the bonds. Let's talk about that. I mean, that's really you know, where the big risk is, is that if you have a portfolio and, you know, 40% of it or 30% of it, or maybe even 50% is sitting in bonds, you know, as interest rates rise, which is what we're seeing right now, um, the, the value of those bonds goes down. So we're getting a lot of calls and we did get a, a bunch of calls last week from last week's show uh, from people that were concerned about just that, is that they're seeing their portfolios decline in value and specifically in the bond component. So we have ways to work around that and um, reposition those assets to be in something that a similar risk profile um, that's generally considered safe, but to have the opportunity to keep pace with inflation. So Eric, let's talk about bonds for a second. That can be sort of a, I mean, for, for years, it seems we were always thinking bonds was a great, um, you know, hedge. And that was the case, but is is it still the case, or or do we have to take a second look? Well, I think we definitely have to take a second look. Uh, 
Mark and I used to be really high on bonds. You know, I think we all remember back, if you think, you know, 15, 20, 25 years ago, we could get bond rates at somewhere around 8% type of return, maybe 10% return if you go a little riskier on the bonds. And that was fantastic because, you know, as we're talking about inflation and keeping up with inflation, you know, back then the inflation was probably 3 or 4%. So we had bonds as safe instrument, quote unquote safe, being able to outpace inflation. But now let's fast forward to modern day bonds. Well, today, we, bonds work in what's known, Steve, as an inverse relationship with interest rates. So as interest rates are increasing, the bond rates go the other direction. They're, they're inverted. Bond values. Yeah, bond values. And you guys remember that term, that term from the, the movie Top Gun, where Tom Cruise was describing his run-in with the Russian MiG. And he's, they're going Mach 3, their hair's on fire, and he's telling them how he, he got a, a look at the, at the Russian pilot. And Kelly, what's her name, McGillis, her, her character saying, well, how did you get a look at him? And Tom Cruise is sitting there going, well, I was inverted. You know, he was upside down, basically. Great line, by the way. Right, and, yeah, and of absolutely. course, you know, Goose is there, and he got a good Polaroid of it. And, you know, they were communicating and flipping him, flipping him the bird, basically. And, uh, but that, that was, you know, a great part of the movie where, you know, I'm inverted. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's every time I think of inversion and I think of the bonds market, I think of Top Gun. That's how crazy my mind works. Well, but I think and, that's uh, fair to say because it's a, it's a great visual and, and we get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and now let, let's talk about, you know, what, what did the Fed announce recently? The Fed is now talking about increasing rates up to six interest rates up to six times this year. And where are bond rates currently? Where are the bond values today? Well, they're already they're way all... low. Exactly. So where are they going to go now? And, and if if you're a retiree or if you're you're a pre-retiree and you're you're thinking, man, I've got 30, 35, 40% of my portfolio in bonds, and they're already a drag on the accumulation in my portfolio. What's going to happen now over the next year or over the next couple of years as they keep getting driven down further and further. And so we really have to start thinking outside of the box a little bit and look for an alternative type of investment that will give you the safe type, uh, same type of safety profile, you know, where it's going to be somewhat safe for you. And, but still give you the chance to earn more than these record low bond rates. So that that's one of the challenges that we go through all the time. And, you know, if there's one or two questions that we get just about every week, it's, you know, how do I keep accumulating my assets over the long term if I have so much money in bonds to offset the risk of the portfolio? Isn't that the kind of the message we're getting, Mark? We, well, we are, Eric. And one of, the, one of the areas that we're getting it from is our 401k clients that, um, you know, still have their money in their company plans um, or 403Bs, 457 plans. Um, what we would, there's a kind of a double whammy with those that we're seeing. And I think, you know, who we're talking about, Eric, um, they came in and, and they were talking about, well, I'm losing money in my, my, my bonds and they're in a 401k bond fund. So there's kind of a double whammy where even if you have an individual bond and rates start to rise, that bond will lose value. But worse yet is if you're in a bond mutual fund and what, what people are seeing is that as interest rates are starting um, to rise and inflation is rising with it, um, you know, people are heading into the stock market to try to offset some of that. And now the bond managers that are that are managing these bond funds have to keep cash on hands for liquidations. So now you have just this massive supply, oversupply, and people are, there's more sellers than buyers in the bond funds. So there's massive outflows in um, bond funds, and that's hurting even more because you're selling Bonds that would normally go for, let's say, you know, $100, now they're going for $90 or 80 just because there's so much sell pressure on getting out of those. So if you look at the net outflows of bond funds right now, it's really bad. And how does that, you know, what does that do to the 401k investor? Well, it, it, it drives it down even further. So, you know, before I, I would say, Eric, you know, one of the things that if you do have that, there are mechanisms to take money out of your 401k or your 403b 457 plan and, and we can show you how to do that 
and get into these alternative uh, type opportunities that, that you know, like Eric was saying, you know, limit your loss and no, no downside, but still gives you upside and uh, is a great alternative for the bond part of your portfolio. But, you know, we do that all the time for, for folks that think that, oh, I, I can't get out of my 401k, I'm still working. And that's not true. You know, most plans have the ability to take, you know, a good portion of what you've accumulated so far and take it out and put it in an IRA and you can self-direct it. Um, and that's a really valuable tool. And that's something that you do. So I, I guess I was getting what I was going to ask is, you know, what strategies do you guys have in place to deal with things that like they are right now? So, you know, make that portfolio inflation proof, if you will. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of our job, Steve, is just to, you know, first of all, understand the goals of the clients. And because once you understand the goals, now we could start to say, OK, OK, well, where do you need to position? How do we position the money in order to accomplish these goals? But as we're doing that, Mark and I are, we kind of feel like we're, we're risk managers. You know, we talk a lot of, on our show here about uh, every week, really about market risks, interest rate risk, bond rate risk, inflation risk, longevity risk. There's just, it's coming at everybody from every angle. So we have to factor all of that in as we're trying to make decisions on how to maximize this opportunity of of both accumulation and minimize the risk anymore of losses. And there's a balance in there. We just have to find the balance. Sounds like you got your work cut out for you. And uh, folks, uh, if you'd like to help have them help you, now would be a great time to give them a call and, and get on the calendar. Steve, every week we have a special offer. And this week's special offer is for the first 10 callers they're going to get a, a customized report that's called the Return and Safety Optimizer. Now, it's a proprietary program that we developed at Novus Financial and Medicare, and it demonstrates basically by, by eliminating losses from your investments, at least for a portion of your portfolio, you can actually have a more conservative, safer portfolio than you have now, but still get more potential growth. So th that's what we're all looking for. Maximize returns and to outperform what you're doing now while also making your portfolio safer. So for the first 10 callers, you're going to get the return and safety optimizer. 800-654-3234. It's an opportunity for you to sit down and get a financial roadmap put together. Mark and Eric are there for you. They can take a lot of that complex world, turn it into something that really makes sense. It's, it's a chance for you to get that true practical financial review and just give us a call to get on that calendar. 800-654-3234. You heard Eric, 10 callers are right now going to receive that comprehensive financial review showing you where you are right now. But more importantly, it does become that roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-654-3234. 800-654-3234. Shifting gears from saving for retirement retirement to spending in retirement can be a difficult adjustment for folks. But good news, one of our specialties is helping people do just that. Details when we come right back. Hey, we are back on the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Siebel of Novus Financial and Medicare and the show, yes, Financial Insider. It's uh, you guys have what 85 years combined experience. <laughs> Holy cow! And um, so you guys have been around the block a time or two. That's just Mark, actually. He's he's 110 years old. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. <laughs> uh, three kids. I look like I'm 110, but I'm not. <laughs> you probably feel like it sometimes. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mentally, I am. I'm there. All um, right. <laughs> so you know, you said in the opening, Eric, that you talked about you know adjusting from from saving to spending. And I mean, we spend all of our careers, those early years in particular, we're concentrating on saving, saving, saving. And the older we get, the more we want to save, save, save. So in it comes time to retire. And now you've got to deconstruct that. You've got to, you know, decumulate what you've accumulated. That is easier said than done sometimes. Yeah. You know, like you just said, you know, we go for a lot of years in our lives of just accumulating. And that's kind of what we call in the financial industry the accumulation phase, which is when you start working to when you are getting probably, you know, somewhere around 10 years from retiring. And then as you get into that pre-retirement mind frame, we start getting into what we call the preservation phase. 
And here now we start to think about, well, how, let's start to invest a little bit more conservatively here because we don't want to get right up to the precipice of flipping that switch and turning on, turning on retirement and all of a sudden the market crashes and you lose 40% of everything you've saved over the last 40 years. So we have to start thinking, you know, as you get closer to retirement about preserving your assets, but still accumulating. You never, you never stop trying to accumulate. Right. But then when you finally get into retirement and you become your own payroll department, that's when we start saying, okay, now you're in the distribution phase or the retirement income phase. And now we have to start thinking about how do we position your assets leading up to that in order to be able to pay yourself basically on a monthly or annual basis, however you, you want to start to distribute distribute that income to yourself. And you know that takes a little bit of planning because you know, we know that you know Mark when when folks get into retirement, they're basically going to be paying themselves for the next 25, 30 years. So, you know, the question comes across your mind probably as you're getting ready to, reti to retire is, you know, do I have enough money to retire and what's my risk of running out of money? Well, yeah, absolutely. And that becomes, you know, Mark, I think we, the last couple of weeks we've talked about this, uh, the, the, the mental side, you know, mm -hmm. the, of, of getting ready for retirement. And that's what we're talking about here in terms of, of just getting, the, getting your mind wrapped around the fact that, yeah, I need to, I need to supply me with money. I need my, you know, for years I've been getting a paycheck. Now I got to make my own. And that there's a, there's certainly a mental shift there, certainly some physical shifts there. It's a, it's a tough transition for folks. Steve, it's, it's, it's mostly, must, much of it is mental. Um, you know, going from, you know, oftentimes, and this is, this is not a, a, a criticism of folks, but oftentimes when you're at a, an employer for, you know, any number of years, you know, you really just every Friday or every other Friday, you're like, you have that security that, you know, you went to work and you are going to get a paycheck. And you really don't have to worry about that as long as you obviously stay in good graces with that employer. Sure. But, you know, making that transition to being your own payroll department oftentimes is very intimidating. And, um, you know, I think that putting things down on paper, you know, documenting the budget, you know, that's part of getting yourself mentally prepared. You know, some oftentimes people just don't realize that if we just put down your bills on a piece of paper and you look at it and you visualize it, and you can start saying, hey, what do I really need? What do I don't, what don't I need in my life anymore that I can cut out? You know, that takes that anxiety level from a 10 to a 5 just by getting it, you know, with a group like us, come in, do a little bit of preliminary budgeting, you know, and be realistic. You know, you don't have to, you know, you cut everything out and everything you enjoy, but be realistic about what you do and don't need or what's a need versus a want. And I think that, you know, bringing the anxiety from a 10 to a 5 is, is the starting point. And then once you have that, you know, kind of on, on track, you know, figuring out how you're going to layer in income brick by brick, your, your base layer, your social security, layering in investments, you know, maybe putting some different buckets down for, you know, that, that dream vacation versus what's your normal monthly income. And we can help people with that. And I think that, you know, again, like we talked about just earlier, is that's the the biggest battle in making the transition from employment to retirement is getting prepared mentally so that you can, you know, cross that bridge and not have a high level of anxiety and know that you're going to have, you know, the retirement income that you need for the next 20 or 30 years. Yeah, I mean, again, that just sounds so easy, and it, and it's easier said than done, I know. And Eric, let's talk about a budget. And I know that people don't like that word. Um, I I talked with an advisor once that he called the budget the uh, lifestyle expense report. Wow, that's a fantastic way to say it. It really, it really is. It really is. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it's crazy because you know, from a financial planning perspective, a lot of the times advisors can really get stuck in the mathematics of planning, you know, the, the technical types of issues, you know, and that's kind of where, you know, when we started uh, our planning process, which we call the put yourself first program. And that's kind of a process we take clients through where, you know, first is an acronym for fees, income, return and safety and taxes. You know, we, we think of those different, different technical issues, but ultimately, you know, we're, 
when it comes to planning, it, it's more of a, you know, having confidence in what you're going to be doing. Because when you, when you do actually have to tell your boss, say, I'm giving you my two week notice, you know, that, that could be pretty tough to do. You know, you have to have confidence to do that. And where does that confidence come from, Steve? It, it, it comes from, you know, having planned for the different contingencies that could come up in life, right. having planned for the pitfalls in advance. And it's hard to do that type of planning in an unemotional way, you know, because we're all emotional animals. So how do we set aside those emotions and then start planning both for retirement income and budgeting, but also for those different things that could come up, you know, that are the pitfalls and, and the contingencies, like, you know, it, it, it might be easy to, to say, okay, I'm going to pay myself or we're going to pay our, our household here $4,000 a month out of our retirement for the next 12 months. Say, okay, that, you know, you could plan on that. That'll cover your budget. That'll cover your lifestyle items. But what happens when that heating and, and cooling goes out and now I got to drop another $6,000 and then two weeks later we have a, a hailstorm and we have to replace the roof and that's another $14,000 and then the market goes down 20% and you know all this stuff could hit you at one time the question is have you planned for it have you planned for it well that's it I mean what you're planning for is the uh, certainty of uncertainty in retirement right the certainty of uncertainty. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like the way you think, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, but again, so as we start to go through this, uh, you know, Mark, we talk about simplifying our life and anybody who's moved recently knows what that's like. I, I say that because I just did. <laughs> I just moved and the amount of stuff that I got rid of was fantastic. But uh, again, that becomes part of that whole mental process as well. And then, and then, like you said, Mark, I think too, is that when it comes time to, to say goodbye to the office, um, we've got to turn on the income. Mm -hmm. make, make sure that that switch is there. Make sure that that lever is, is turned. Right. Um, I, I, you know, moving to that uh, retirement phase, I think most people have to have that conversation. It doesn't have to be a deep, dark conversation, but you do have to kind of discern what you um, you must spend versus what you would like to spend. You know, are you willing to eat out or travel less if there is a recession? And and that's you know pretty pertinent right now because I think that 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 could happen. You know, we may be looking at a recession. Um, you know, and but again, you know, people tend to spend less over time. Did you know that the average retiree spends about ten percent? less per decade in retirement. So if you retire at 60, then at 90, you are likely spending 30% less in today's dollars than you were at 60. That's an interesting thing to think about that. And I guess, you know, the older we get, the less apt we are to want to go out and travel and all that other stuff. But, you know, we still want to have the fun part and then, you know, we can have the relaxing part. Right. Yeah. And um, Eric, you know, we talk all the time to people that are kind of going back to work part-time. Would you say that, I mean, I would say that's like 50 or 60% and it's not being driven necessarily by a financial need as so much as that they just want something to do. Right. You know, yeah. and I think that's great because I, I think the you know, human body was not designed to go, go, go for 67.0 years and 10 months or whatever, and then do nothing and sit at home like a vegetable. That's just, yeah. that's too big of a change. And, and, you know, I think that most people want something to do. I mean, Eric, we yeah. said every week that people are doing something, right? Well, I think that's why I, I really encourage my wife to work because if she's not working, she's probably out spending and that takes up a lot of her time. And uh, <laughs> that that can, that can cause a problem occasionally. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, but it's the same idea. Where if you have free time, chances are you you want to be doing something with your time. You know that that's what retirement is all about. Now you have the free time to go out there and do the things that you've always been dreaming of doing. Well, those aren't those things typically aren't free. So you know we have different stages. As you know, we talked about the accumulation phase, the preservation phase, the distribution phase. Well, we could break down the distribution phase even further now, and we do that. You, you know, you may have heard us talk about over over the different months that we've been doing our show, Steve, where we talk about the phases of the go go, the slow go, and the no go phases of retirement. 
Mm-hmm. And this is where we start thinking about from a, an income planning perspective, maybe weighting that income a little bit more upfront. Well, and on that note, uh, Eric, why don't we uh, take a quick break? We'll uh, invite folks to call and, and we'll be right back. Sounds good for the first 10 callers. Again, you're going to get a customized report that, uh, you know, we look at it as really the, the foundation of any solid financial plan. It's called our return and safety optimizer. And uh, it demonstrates how by reducing or even eliminating losses, you can actually have a more conservative portfolio than you have now and get more potential growth than what you're currently getting. So for the first 10 callers, you get the return and safety optimizer, or you could go to our website, novusfg.com. And right there on the landing page, you'll see a button for the return and safety optimizer. Click on that fill out a little bit of information so we could customize the report for you. Hit submit, and we'll get right back to you with your report. 800-654-3234. It's a chance to get that financial roadmap that we've been talking about. Take that world that's very complicated and break it down into something that really just makes sense. It's a true practical financial review. If you've never done it before, no time like the present. Don't procrastinate another day. Simply make that phone call. 800-654-3234. callers right now. We'll get that financial review that will show you where you are today. But more importantly, you're going to find you now have a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 800-654-3234. 800-654-3234. If you have anxiety over what's going on in your retirement account right now with all the ups and downs in the market, it's the perfect time to get a second opinion. That and more when we come right back. We are back on the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Siebold. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, and uh, this is, of course, uh, Novus Financial and Medicare, the Financial Insider. And your website, too, is novusfg.com, novusfg.com. I encourage you to visit that website as well. And um, so, yeah, this is it. Time for a checkup, right? We do it every year with our doctors. We go and we make sure that, you know, all the parts are working. And, and uh, well, that's what we need to do with our our. Uh, retirement plan. And first of all, we got to make sure that we actually have a plan, right? Mark, right? I mean, I think that seems like um, the the plan, the plan is key. The plan is key, Steve. You got to have a plan. And, you know, one of the, you know, kind of a checklist that we like to go down is first, are you rebalancing your retirement accounts? Okay. What does uh, that mean? What that means is, you know, when when you initially set up a portfolio, you might have, you know, 20% in this bucket, 20% in this bucket and so forth. And as the different asset classes grow over time at different rates, you know, that gets out of whack. And it's kind of like my hairdo. And I've gotten to the point now where my my hair is like a yard. And some grows, my side grows out faster than the top. And it looks all screwed up. And that's what a portfolio, imagine my ugly head with hair (laughs) growing in different directions, growing at different rates at this stage. Thanks for that image. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I, I have to keep it fresh, you know, because this stuff can get kind of boring. But you want to make sure that your, you know, that your portfolio is staying in. You know, if it starts to drift off by seven to ten percent in any one of those, it's time to rebalance. But the good news is, you know, most people are in programs that can do that automatically. Most people don't know about that, but you can set yourself for automatic rebalancing so that your portfolio doesn't drift. I mean, I can't tell you how many times, Eric, we would see people that put money in an account. And over the years, you know, you ask them, when was the last time you rebalanced? And oftentimes the answer was, well, what do you mean? Exactly. And, <laughs> and you're like, well, you're, you're 35 years old and in, in your, uh, or you're 55 years old and you're in a, uh, you know, European small cap tech fund. And you think, well, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, that somehow or another grew and now it's taking up 90% of your portfolio and you maybe we should back that down to, to 20% where you originally had it. So, you know, that's a, a, a key piece of asset allocation is just to do the simple things, the nuts and bolts. Um, Eric, uh, Social Security and pension benefits. Why don't you talk about that? Yeah, it, you know, on that last point, though, Mark, it, you know, that reminds me of a, about, I would say, seven or eight years ago, we were doing a lot of 401k reviews for folks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, what we came across probably 75, 80% of the time, Steve, was that, someone who had their assets in their 401k 
they had not changed their allocation since the day they started that 401k when they joined the company, some of them 40 years earlier. Mm-hmm. So that, that, you know, when you're talking about rebalancing, getting your assets in the, in the right balance. And, and when we say that, we mean, you know, you want to have not just break it down by fund or ETF. We're talking more, you know, globally about, look, you, you need to have a certain amount in equities. You need to have a certain amount in the fixed part of the portfolio, which could be something like uh, either the bonds or a fixed account or some some the right annuity, you know, and I say the right one because there's a lot of wrong ones out there, but the right annuity will also do a good job for you. So we could give you a little insight on that as well. But, uh, you know, when it comes to balancing those those accounts out and rebalancing them, don't forget about them for 30 years and then come back to it because sure. you need to be a little bit more active with with your planning. Well, and you talk about 30 years or 40 years, that's about the time that we start looking at Social Security and uh, figuring out how much that is going to play a role in our retirement income. And it's it's important to know what those numbers are and, and so that they can become part of our plan. Yeah, with the, when you're planning for retirement income, Steve, the, a good thing to do is, you know, 10 years before you retire is to go to ssa.gov and that's socialsecurityadministration.gov. And what you do is, you, you know, you click on the My Social Security account and register. And what that basically does is it sets up your portal so that you could get in there and you can actually see that based off of your income and your history of income, what you are projecting to have in terms of social security income in the future. And it, I can't tell you how important that is when it comes to planning for retirement income, because for most folks, Steve, the Social Security, that's your basic. You know, you have to have that. It's your foundation. And you, and you need to know what is what that's going to look like in the future. And then the second part to that, when we're talking about registering for your for your Social Security portal, is that you will eventually have to enroll in Medicare. And before you can enroll in Medicare online, you actually have to take this step and go through the SSA.gov and register for your Social Security account. That's it's a preliminary step that you that they make you do before you can enroll in Medicare. So why wait? Anybody who who's listening today, just go out to ssa.gov right now, register, get your account set up, get in there and, and start taking a look at what your social security income is going to be. And, uh, and it'll tell you, it'll break it down for you. you know, do, if you want to take it early at 62, it, your income is projected to be this much. If you want to wait till your full retirement age, it's going to be this much. If you want to wait till 70, it's going to be this much. But start to get an idea of what you're going to be looking at, because that, again, that's going to be your foundation to your retirement income. Well, I will say this about ssa.gov. It's a heck of a website. They've done a good job, in my opinion, of giving you an opportunity to see, yes, at 62, at full retirement, at 70. But they've got that little slide that you can go on there month by month and see how much it's going to go up. It's a great tool. I, I agree yeah. with you. They've uh, you could tell they put a lot of time and effort into it because you don't usually get great tools out of the government. You and, don't. And but so I, we but... don't say that very often on this show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but Social Security. I mean, that website's great. And now they've added a you know a thing if if you're a couple, how much you can get, how much you'll get together if you want to go through that. It's it's pretty sophisticated, I think, and uh, again gives you a reassurance of oh okay, this is what I'm going to have. Definitely. I, and also, one final tip is to always use the direct deposit from your for your Social Security because the post office is not reliable. Just uh, throwing that out there as a final <laughs> piece. <laughs> Just as, as we all know. Yeah. Yes. Let me ask you this. So um, we talk about when we retire, and I think all of us maybe have a, a general idea, but you're thinking that we should probably get specific as we get a little bit closer to at least a, a particular month, don't you think? Well, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, are you talking about when you should, you know, what month you should retire? Or, yeah, something or like that. Age? In other words, you know, when and how should we retire? How yeah. is it going to work yeah. out? Who, when are we going to pull that trigger? Definitely get a, 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 a retirement spending budget and a time frame of when you're going to re- retire. You know, I think that, you know, as you become your own payroll department, one of the things you want to do is kind of map out your your life expense ex- expenses mostly on a monthly basis, and then create a plan to cover those. 
so that the, the they match up, you know, and whether that's a bucketing approach or some sort of a linear type of uh, 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 drawdown strategy, we can, you know, we can help you design that. But I think that's, that's one of the critical ones. And, and, um, and one of the others is obviously paying down debt, Steve. I mean, you know, going into retirement with a heavy debt load is not something that we recommend. Well, and again, those are the things, especially the consumer debt. And, you know, we've been talking about inflation. Inflation is certainly wreaking havoc. And it has taken the credit card companies. I just read a story. Credit companies are credit card companies wasting no time in bumping up that interest. Everybody's trying to get their piece, Steve, I'll tell you. you know, <laughs> well, and, you're right. <laughs> and, and we kind of look at that, too, from a holistic perspective when it comes to fees. You know, that, and that's why in, in our review process, fees is the first item, you know, in, in the part of the first program. You know, and when it comes to credit cards, you get fees. When it comes to your mutual funds and your 401ks and the marketing plans for those different types of accounts, you get fees. And you start adding these up over the long term, they become pretty significant. So if you, the more you can eliminate those, then the sooner you can eliminate them, obviously it's going to be a lot better for you and you're going to keep the money in your pockets instead of somebody else's. A lady called me the other day, Steve, and and she's like, you know, I, I, uh, I'm looking for a new advisor. I, I, I was just talking to my other advisor. I have a lot of anxiety. And when I got done talking to him that night, I slept like a baby. And I said, well, okay, if you slept like a baby, I, I don't understand why you're calling us. And she said, well, to me, sleeping like a baby means waking up every two hours and crying. I was like, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. <laughs> That's really good. I like uh... that. <laughs> That's a great story. <laughs> so, like, okay, it might be time for a second opinion if you're if that's what's going on. Well, in fact, Eric, why don't you go ahead and remind folks to to come on in right now and and have that conversation? Okay. Well, well, Steve, you know, uh, we primarily work with individuals and families and and even companies that do a great job saving for retirement. And as you get closer and closer to retirement, you know, you need to make sure that you have a solid investment plan that's going to continue to grow. Be protected from the huge swings of the market that we we all have all kinds of anxiety over, like that caller. And, you know, basically for the first 10 callers, you're going to get a customized report that's going to demonstrate how by eliminating losses from your investments, you can make your portfolio safer and you could still get more potential growth. Thereby, you're, you're maximizing returns to outperform what you're doing now, but you're making your portfolio safer at the same time. So for the first 10 callers, you're going to get what we call the return and safety optimizer report. And Mark and I, we, we in, in the last break, Steve, we also talked a little bit about uh, doing a, a, the same bonus offer that we did last week. Okay, good. So we think we think we have time to do that again this week, where for the first 10 callers who want to take a look at their current Medicare supplement plan, a lot of folks don't realize that if you have a Medicare supplement plan, Steve, it, that obviously the price of that goes up year after year after year. Well, you have the ability at any time to shop that supplement and keep the same plan you have now, but go to a company that isn't charging as much for it and actually saving quite a bit of money on a monthly basis to do that. So for, for the first 10 callers also who want to do a repricing or a requoting of their Medicare supplement plan, that only takes us about five or 10 minutes to do that over the phone. So give us a call and, and we'll make sure that gets done for you this week also. Sounds great. Uh, 800-654-3234 is the number. Get that financial roadmap put together. Take advantage of the Medicare evaluation. That's a big deal as well. Mark and Eric are there for you. They, they understand. They can kind of break things down, make it clear and easy to understand. Here's your chance to get a true practical financial review. 800-654-3234. 10 callers right now will get you, you know, a financial review showing you where you are today, but more importantly, it's a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be. 10 callers, 800-654-3234, 800-654-3234. Listeners are very inquisitive and we like that. We'll tackle your questions when we come right back. We are back on the Financial Insider. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. And, of course, uh, with me, as always, Mark McCanny and 
Eric Seabolt, and uh, we uh, Financial Insider is the show. Novus Financial and Medicare. I, I noticed, um, I mean, you can't help but realize Medicare is part of your name at this point. So that's a big deal for folks. Yeah. I, I mean, Steve, I, you know, we specifically focus on one of the one of the biggest topics that folks get to, one of the biggest elements of their life is in retirement, their health. And uh, so planning for health, it could be one of the most expensive items in retirement. And uh, if we wouldn't be doing a good job planning if we didn't try to figure out how to minimize the health costs for folks while they're in retirement. Sure. And, uh, well, okay, on that note, folks, if you want to get in, 800-654-3234. All right, let's jump into some of these questions while we've still got some time. Uh, Grace has checked in. She says, I'm a divorced woman, age 67, lost my job due to the pandemic. Being eligible for retirement and having no family close by, I thought it was a good time to move from my little backyard to a sunny senior community. Unfortunately, I didn't think about what retirement would actually look like. Now I'm at a loss. The clubs, the pickleball, the other activities, they don't do it for me. And after a 35-year management position, is retirement a process? And how do I get a more fulfilling life? Well, we were just talking about this earlier, Mark. Yeah, we were. Um, and, and that's why I think, you know, first of all, you know, Grace, you're only 67 years old, which is, in my opinion, that's the new 57. So luckily, if you've accrued enough benefits to actually pull off retirement, which it sounds like she may be able to do, you know, that doesn't mean you have to go sit around the pool or the pickleball court and in the clubs. And, and, and we've often thought, Eric, you know, we talk a lot with our clients about finding something that gives you purpose doesn't have to be five days a week and for 40 hours like the management position. But, you know, it's it's something that gives you purpose. Maybe that's a, a charity or some sort of a, a position for remuneration. But not only would, would you get that fulfillment, you know, oftentimes that greatly increases your um, financial position when you actually have income still coming in and you can delay your Social Security to age 70 and get that maximum benefit allowable you know, that's just, it's absolutely wonderful. So I think, yeah, the, the answer to that is go find something you like to do a couple of days out of the week. And if, if there's some sort of remuneration involved, even, even so much the better. Right. Well, I think one of the things that retirees should do, I mean, I understand her desire to move away and to go someplace, someplace warm, right? But you should, you should practice that, or you should try it out before you just take the plunge, don't you think? Because like in this case, she doesn't like it. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, was she in Iowa? Because I would say moved from Iowa to a sunny senior community. Yeah, I guess I would probably before I would uh, pack up and head completely south um, to an area where you may not know anybody or anything like that. I would definitely yeah, dip my toe in the water before diving <laughs> into the, the shallow end, exactly. so to speak. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, Grace, if you want more, if you want to learn more, call us 800-654-3234. Uh, Emma is wondering, which type of financial advisor should I consult to determine the optimal drawdown strategy to minimize taxes in retirement? Do some advisors specialize in drawdown versus the accumulation phase of retirement planning? And Eric, let me answer this for her. Uh, call Eric and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I think that's where, you know, we have this show, you know, one, one of the primary reasons, Steve, is because we kind of view ourselves as retirement specialists. You know, and there are a lot of different issues and that folks face as they get closer to retirement than they do when they're younger. And uh, so from a, a quality of life perspective, I think you want to work with somebody who actually focuses 100% of their time helping folks who are getting ready for retirement who, or who are in retirement. And that's so not necessarily a quote unquote financial advisor. Because I think what you find out, find most of the time with most advisors is that they're really more of kind of like a broker, you know, where you go and you see them and they help you through this accumulation phase and to help you, you know, get your, your portfolio balanced for that 30 or 40 years where you're trying to save for retirement. But they don't necessarily know all of the things that are going on in retirement, you know, such as you know, that needing to get into that drawdown phase, that distribution, 
the income income planning, the Medicare planning, the Social Security planning. Those are the types of things that you really need to see a retirement advisor about. And that's what Mark and I do 100% of the time. And there is a big difference there in terms of, uh, you know, acquisition to distribution. We talked about that earlier today. And it, it is important to work with the right advisor. But do you think that, you know, I, I think a lot of times in this case, maybe Emma's the same way. She has been with an advisor and, you know, she wants to find out about something else, but it's hard to leave that advisor, right? It's like breaking up. It really is. I mean, it, we we talk to folks all the time where, who are, you know, we would like as many folks as possible to come over to our firm. And, you know, but they are basically getting a divorce from their current advisor to do that. And it, it is, it can be an emotional type of issue for a lot of folks who may have been with that quote unquote advisor for a while. And, uh, you know, we just hope that we can make it as seamless as possible, as easy as possible. But also, if, if you think that that particular advisor just isn't answering these types of questions or isn't even bringing up these topics that we're talking about on the Financial Insider, then they're probably not the right advisor for you in the first place. Because, you know, these are things that every advisor should be preparing their clients for. And if you have to go to them and ask them about it, they're not proactively coming to you and talking to you about it then they're probably not the right advisor for you in the first place. Sure. Well, folks, if you'd like to get with the right advisor, give them a call, 800-654-3234. That's uh, Eric and Mark. That's who you're calling. And uh, let's see, we've got time for another one here. Let's go to William. Uh, William is wondering, well, William, uh, he says, I'm 75. I'm getting married. My fiance is 52. If I die first, what will my wife's widow benefits be? Well, first of all, go William. You know, yeah, that's what if I'm you're thinking. Able to do... <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> so this, I think this is more of a question about a legacy planning. You know, in terms of what do you want your wife's benefits to be? You know, because everybody has the opportunity to set up a trust, to set up beneficiaries on different types of accounts. And you could basically... Uh, you know, the point of a trust, for example, is to be able to control your assets from the grave. So there, there is no, you know, one size fits all when it comes to leaving a legacy. It's something that you have to give thought to ahead of time. And the nice thing is that you could literally go item by item in terms of your assets and figure out how you want to pass that on either to your spouse or to your next generation or to your favorite charity, all these things can be planned out ahead of time. How much estate planning do you guys do or, or connect people with? We do quite a bit, actually, Steve, because, you know, when we have uh, most folks, you know, everybody needs, for, for example, a will. Yes. So we, we have a couple favorite attorneys that we, that we bring into the mix here who uh, we've basically worked down and, and beat down their fees as much as possible already. <laughs> and, uh, because you you hear us talk every week, Steve, about we we hate fees. So uh, if an attorney is going to get our the business, our business or our client's business, we basically beat them down as much as we can on their fees. Um, but we do have a couple really good attorneys that we work with and that we, we re refer our clients to. And the the key is setting up a team because you know that that attorney needs to be able to work with the retirement specialists like us and the accountant. And everybody's got to have communication ahead of time. And everybody has to just agree to work together to put this, the, the clients in the best position possible and look out for their best interests. Well, see, I see you guys, uh, you know, as, uh, you know, Mark, Eric, I see you both as coaches. You're there, you know, you're putting the team together. And you're coaching us along and, and you're making sure that we, uh, you know, we cross the I's, we dot the T's or cross the T's and dot the I's, however. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You have coach, quarterback, you know, whatever we have to be, you know, it, it's it, the, the key is to make sure the clients are taken care of and our clients have special needs uh, in terms of the, their planning for retirement. And they, you know, they might be at stages in their lives, you know, whether it's the go-go phase or the no-go phase when they're really thinking seriously about getting those assets transferred to the next generation. 
And uh, so we're going to be flexible and we're going to figure out what the goals are and we're going to make sure it gets done. All right. Well, I have a request. Can we do a, can we do a segment sometime or, or maybe a couple of segments on, on estate planning? Maybe you get the attorney in here and we'll have a conversation. That sounds like a great idea. All right, cool. Um, well, on that note, then let's go ahead and put the wraps on this show. Um, we've got one more offer for you. Eric, you want to do that one? Yep. Last time, folks, here, uh, we, for, the, for the next 10 callers, the first 10 callers, get your return and safety optimizer report, which is going to demonstrate for you again on how to eliminating losses from a, at least a portion of your portfolio. It can it can make your your portfolio a little bit more conservative, a little safer, and yet you could still get more potential growth over the long term. So you're maximizing returns to outperform what you're doing now, but you're also making your portfolio safer at the same time. So for the first ten callers, you're going to get your return and safety optimizer report. Also, if you're just strictly interested in getting your Medicare supplement repriced so that you could save a lot of money actually every month feel free to give us a call and we'll get you a quote and get you set up on your new supplement plan uh, you could keep the same plan you're in now you're just basically going to go to a lower cost on what you're getting right now uh, so for the first 10 callers on the, on that medicare supplement requote uh, you can get that as well um, and you can actually request both of those uh, if you go to our web page the landing page is uh, novusfg.com, and there's a, there's actually a link on the landing page for each of those if you want to click on that, and that'll take you to our, our intake form where you could request that. That sounds great, folks. Take advantage of it. This is the last opportunity today. We're going to open up the lines and invite you to call 800-654-3234. It's a chance to get a practical financial review. And, uh, you know, you'll find out where you are today. But more importantly, you end up with a roadmap that's going to help get you to where you need to be. Give us a call. 10 callers right now. 800-654-3234. 800-654-3234. Eric, uh, as always, a pleasure to have you here. And, and Mark, you too. I, I, I enjoy our conversations. Absolutely. Thanks, Looking forward to next week. And we will be here. And we want to thank everybody for listening. We really do appreciate it. And we all we are going to be back next week. New topics and questions and a whole lot more right here on the Financial Insider with Mark McCanny and Eric Siebold. Investment advisory services offered through Novus Financial Group. Mark McCanny, Eric Seabolt, and their guests provide general information, not individually targeted, personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Novus Financial Group. By contacting Novus Financial Group, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.